the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Mama always said, never catch a full knife. I think I'm the only person who hated Forrest Gump. Then again, I've always... Mama says stupid is as stupid does. Yay! My millennial producer hit a button. Um, finally, finally we have some action in the show. The pins are starting to move. Will the final one drop? Maybe. Uh, Mama always said, never catch a fall knife. And kind of what I want to get out at that right now is NVIDIA. I've wanted to own shares of NVIDIA for years, watching it go higher and higher and higher. It was trolling me. I grew up playing video games, right? And putting together PCs uh, was my thing because I was able to build them way cheaper than other people. And I made a little bit of money putting together PCs for other people. I know a guy who did it in college. Um, He put together bunk beds, or what are they called when you... Oh, put together lofts. So the summer job was was doing all that, and then when school would start, all the freshmen would say, hey, I I need a loft. And boom, boom, boom. But anyway, mine was video games. And NVIDIA makes the most powerful GPU. And there was a point in time where AMD, they would kind of up each other. Uh, One up each other, not up each other. I... Sometimes my head just doesn't work. But I've been wanting to own that stock. And if you look at it in the last five years, you're like, holy, whoa. Right? It's been a glorious run. But they fell apart because of China and Donald Trump and tariffs. And maybe, maybe we just got too excited about super data centers and cars driving themselves and you know, me coming on air and say, I really want to own NVIDIA. I don't own NVIDIA. I tell you when I own a stock. Um, NVIDIA, part of the video games, like if you ever play the Xbox, you play one of those driving games, and you're like, wow, that car just blew right by me. How did he not run into my back end? Graphic processing is pretty darn cool. But... When you have a slowdown on hypergrowth, there's, I, I, I look at, I like growth, right? I'm a growth guy. Some guys like brunettes, I like growth. Oh, a wise guy. Um, NVIDIA shares have fallen. Gaming's about 54% of their sales. Data center's about 25%. So get out the abacus and we're up 79%. One area where they have growth of the consumer market is China. And we've been talking recently about how China's GDP is starting to slow for the first time since 1990. It's slowing quickly. So gross margins look under pressure right now. 
and I've always wanted to own NVIDIA, and I'm going to try to get this, this segment over. It's on my shopping list. It fell. Now I kind of want it to shake out a bit. There's four stages of lifestyle, life cycle of a company, right? There's hyper growth. When I was young, not many people had GPUs. Intel kind of threw a bone and would, you know, let you do a little bit of it. But they were never as good as AMD or, or NVIDIA. So now you're starting to see it go from hyper growth, maybe to growth. You know, Intel pays a dividend because in the 1990s, they didn't. They were in hypergrowth mode. Everyone's like, what's a PC? Whoa, an 8086. An Intel Pentium, Pentium 2, Pentium 3, Pentium 4. Now they got these I numbers, and they're just calling like the eighth generation of the I9 or something like that. So I used to know in the 90s when it was hypergrowth and it cared. Now they're like, we'll give you a dividend, old man, black. I'm like, I don't want your dividend. So there's hypergrowth, there's growth, there's growth in income. And then there's income. For years and years and years and years, PG&E and utilities were income stocks, right? AT&T was an income stock because everyone had a phone. And then we came up with something called cell phones. And like, woohoo! And do you remember we used to pay per text? And you get like 100 texts a month or something like that. And you'd be like, why did someone just text me? And now you text as much as you want. And we used to pay per minute. And you get 300 minutes of cell phones, and the millennials are listening like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, paying per minute. 300 minutes a month, a plan. Right? Yes. Right? Now I've lost my train of thought. But NVIDIA is going from hypergrowth to growth. And like I was saying, like there used to be companies like AT&T and PG&E who we saw very particularly as income. There's four types of stocks. Income, growth and income, growth, and hypergrowth. You pay more of a premium in risk. You take on more risk with hypergrowth. And that's what happened with NVIDIA. You took on a lot of risk. And when they their shares broke, they broke hard. Again, I want to own it. So I'm looking for a way in. But I probably really missed its hypergrowth phase. Maybe I'll just have to settle for growth. If it goes to $100 a share, I'm in. It's at 135 right now. I know you're saying, man, you're, you're greedy. No, no. I like managing my downside risk. And to me, it's still a little bit too early. And what if one bad quarter becomes two? California doesn't have a lot of cockroaches. I know you're saying, where are you going with this, Rob? On the East Coast, I once went to South Carolina, and I swear to you, I got out of my car to pump some gas, and a big bird flew at me and ran in my face, and I knocked it down only to discover it wasn't a bird, it was a flying cockroach. And Mama always said, if you see one cockroach, there's hundreds. Mama says stupid is as stupid does. Thank you, Forrest, for adding to the show. Chewbacca never gave me advice on stocks. He always gave me advice on the ladies. Thank you, Chewy. Thank you, Chewy. Mr. T, he's got an opinion on gold. So he's my go-to. Oh, okay. He's in a bad mood today. But you get the idea. Um, Hypergrowth, growth. Growth and income, income. Uh, Company is on my shopping list. Visa or MasterCard. I like them both. 
I think that's the way the world's going. More swipes, right? And try as we might, we can't totally push these guys out of business. We can't totally regulate them. They're good companies. I like them both. Isn't that funny? It's, let me go back to my dating days when I was a young man and be like, you just meet the, 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 the nerdy girl who, how shall we say, is into you and she likes you. And when she smiles, it makes you smile. And then the hot, mean, cruel cheerleader comes by and she, she's into me because I'm really good at English and she wants me to write her English paper, right? I like them both. I can't choose. Right? And the point being is, that's okay sometimes. I like both MasterCard and Visa. I don't choose a Visa. Um, what else is there to talk about today? PG&E's filed for bankruptcy. Wah, wah. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. They're going to get bailed out. But at what level? I don't touch that kind of stuff with a 10-foot pole. I don't like drama. I save the drama for learning the llama. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. That's the rules on the show, so to speak. Um, Stocks tumbled on news of a sharp drop. In retail sales in December. December is a big month, right? December is the month where we kind of go, it's Christmas. Let's spend a lot of money and perk up the economy, right? So stocks, a little bit lower on news that as we're starting to get into the earnings season, we're starting to see that we're getting into economic data that maybe we don't want to see. Retail sales fell 1.2% in December, the largest drop since September 2009. Wow, where were you in 2009? (laughs) It's possible that the retail sales were hit by the tumbling markets in December. When stocks go down, you don't feel as rich. You feel definitively a little bit more on the poor side, right? So the number was said this morning. Um, we don't know if the market's action in December of a big whoosh down caused people to lock up a bit, or if there's a little bit more of people are shopping in November, I'm done shopping on Black Friday. Um, it's kind of my, my way of saving money. <clears throat> I go, everything that I want to buy, I want to buy Black Friday or before, or I don't buy it. <clears throat> So I'm not shopping last second, if you know what I'm saying. Avon products. Ding dong, Avon. Don't open the door, it's Avon. They're down 8%. Their sales missed expectations. There's a company called CenturyLink. They're down 12% today. They cut their dividend in half. The lesson about dividends being cut in half is pretty simple. Wall Street likes consistency. Wall Street rewards consistency. There's a group called Dividend Achievers that raise their dividend every year. 
for like 25 years, you're a dividend achiever. And Wall Street rewards you. So when you cut your dividend, Wall Street goes, wait, wait, wait. You don't have enough money to pay people what you said you'd pay people? How did you mess that up? And Wall Street does not like that. Invacare, IVC, soared 35% this morning. I don't know an Invacare. I don't even know what they do. Sounds like a healthcare company or a biotech company, right? They reported a smaller than expected loss. So probably biotech if it's a loss, right? Six Flags, who doesn't like going to a theme park and riding roller coasters? They're down 12% today after reporting lower than expected sales. Well, apparently most people didn't, not most people, but fewer people went than expected. A lot of negatives this morning, right? The world is made up of winners and losers, and this morning we're seeing a lot of loser headlines. I bring that up. I bring that up. Um, In large part... (laughs) Because uh, those were four very different stocks, right? Germany, big picture. Germany <laughs> reported poor numbers on their GDP. That's kind of something to think about, right? We got some upbeat news from Cisco, not Crisco. You can't cook with it, but you can certainly network computers with it, right? Cisco. It's not the thong song singer, Cisco. I know you're saying Cisco. Wasn't he an R&B singer from the... Yeah, yeah. He... The thong, the thong, the thong, 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 thong. He did the thong song. <clears throat> and I know you haven't heard it in years. Um, go listen to it, and you'll be like, whoa. What was wrong with American music that that got produced? Well, Cisco beat expectations. That's kind of a nice thing, right? Happy Valentine's Day. I know you're saying, why why did you just say it like that? I don't know. I'm just trying to be a lover. I'm a lover. Cisco said its enterprise customers are still investing despite the geopolitical uncertainty. There's a lot of resilience, and we have to get ready for 5G. 5G is going to be big. And you know people are like poo-pooing. Companies like Apple right now, 5G is going to be one of those things that we go, ooh, I need a new phone. It's like Huey Lewis says, I need a new, I got, I need a new drug. I, I, I hate Huey Lewis, for the record. I know you're like, but he's a Bay Area legend. I hate him. I like the album Sports or Sports, Sport, not Spork. I like a good spoon and fork combination for sure. I do not like Huey, Huey Lewis in the news. I don't know why. I'm probably like the only person. But I'm okay being that person. Um, Airbus is in the news today. They're going to stop making a super jumbo jet. This ends the long-running debate on the A380, if bigger is truly better. Airbus decided to build the biggest jetliner ever conceived, bigger than Boeing's 747. Boeing said, hey, we're going to make a smaller 787 with different composite materials and get more range and improve fuel efficiency. Airbus was wrong. Airbus had hoped huge crowds would take flights to global hubs and connect from there. I like Boeing. I like Boeing a lot. I like you a lot. 
Um, the 10-year return on Boeing is 28% a year. Boeing rocks. Boeing is it, it's it's better than butter. Screw margarine. Screw that canola oil-infused, salty, buttery, creamy spread stuff. No, no. you got to go all butter, and Boeing is butter. 28% average return each year for the last 10 years. Yeah. Yelp is in the news. I met the CEO of Yelp when he was a just fresh out of college. He was a baby. I changed his diapers. No, I didn't change his diapers, but I met him, Jeremy Stumbleman. And I didn't get it. And I'm, I'm so embarrassed by that because I might have been partying that night. I think it was a Friday night in San Francisco in the 2000s. And uh, me and a group of friends are going out. And one of my friends is like, come meet, come meet my friend Jeremy. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do that. Um, and he told me what Yelp was all about and how it's, you know, find local businesses and ads and competing with Google and such like that. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But Yelp is still out there. I'm going to give them a positive review today. Good for you. Price target's $59, up 50% from where shares expected to open today. An analyst is saying $59 target. Calling it an outperform. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So this is Imagine Dragons. And that's Dan Reynolds singing. And probably about eight, nine years ago, I saw Imagine Dragons before they were a big band. Before that song came out, back when they had uh, a different drummer and a, a kind of a, a co-female singer, killed it on stage one night. And I, I was a younger person, and I waited for the band to come, you know, pack their stuff up and go to the van. Or I didn't wait for them, but the night kind of lingered kind of thing. They were playing all the Pacific Northwest, from San Francisco to Seattle to Portland, parts in between all the colleges, a little bit of Las Vegas. They were kind of polishing their act because they're about to become famous. I didn't know that, but when I saw them, I'm like, you guys are about to become famous in my head. So I didn't stalk him, but I'm outside the bar. It's probably 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning. They're loading up the van, and this is the band who's done Radioactive. This is a band who will eventually do the Super Bowl, right? Because they have enough big hit songs, and ESPN always licensed one of their songs for college game day. Which is a great way of making money in this day and age of licensing your song. If your if your song's not featured in a car commercial, you're probably not making a lot of money. The band's four members: Ben McKee, Wayne Sturman, Dan Reynolds, Dan Platzman, originally played four nights a week on the Las Vegas Strip. They really put in their time. You listen to them now, and you're like, yeah, they're incredibly humble. On a level, I mean, I can't speak for everything, right? Um, when they got nominated for Radioactive, it was a big song. They're up against Robin Thicke with blurred lines, and they're up against Lord, and like, we don't wear cute suits or anything like that. We're just a band, and we got to do our thing. Incredibly inspired by hip hop music. 
Um, you see it with Tupac and Biggie in their in their music. Um, two of the members in the band are Mormon, and like I was blown away because I kind of grew up with a lot of cliches in my head. Like Mormons are straight and they wear white. <laughs> and like I had a lot of dumb cliches in my head of what a Mormon is or isn't. No caffeine, no alcohol. I'm like, how can you be the lead singer of a rock and roll band and not be crazy? Because I kind of li- like I kind of grew up in you know the big uh, blown out hair rock and roll days. With that being said. So I meet Dan Riddles outside one night. He just performed a gig and he's packing up his stuff. And uh, I probably had a drink or two or three. And I go, Dan, 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 Dan. I just saw your show. That was amazing. I didn't say it like that. I said kind of differently. Like, hey, good show. And my follow-up thought was, if I give you $10,000 cash, because I could see that you're struggling, you're playing a stinky bar in San Francisco on like a Wednesday. If I give you $10,000, can I get backstage passes for life? And he laughed at me and said, not a chance. I'm like, wow. I messed that one up. I should have offered 20. Um, Instantly, I regretted, like, I went, I lowballed. And that's what he got. So that's my Dan Reynolds story. Now, my Dave Matthews story is way better. It involves some hard drugs and my girlfriend. Dun, dun, dun. And I can't tell the story on air without getting sued. That's right. So I'm I'm excited about that because one day I'm going to break and that story's coming out. It'll probably be my last day on air. You know how the radio radio and TV handles your last day on air? Um, when your shift is over, they tell you, oh, by the way, you're not coming back on tomorrow. I was walked out of a station once. Just They were, you know, not right-sizing or downsizing. They just went a different direction. I was totally blindsided. Can you imagine going to work on a Friday morning? This was Clear Channel. And um, did my thing. Great show. At the end of the show, the producer says, great show. Then my boss... He invites me to his office, and there's a big security guy right behind me. <laughs> Huge. I'm like, what's going on? And, oh, well, we've decided to, uh, you know, pass on, you know, working with you in the future. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm like, trust me, when, when the job's over, the job's over. I get it. I'm not, no hard feelings. Huge security guy. I'm like, he followed me. And they're like, okay, you need to go to your desk, and you're going to pack up your desk. He followed me to my desk. And I'm like, Seriously? Let's let's play with him. I'm like, I gotta go pee. He's like, pee on your way out. I'm like, did he just growl at me? He did. So that's how that's how Clear Channel fires people or lets people go. They they put a big security guard on your back just in case you freak out on them. I know, I know. You're saying I can't imagine Rob that you ever pissed them off so much that they would have a big security guy. It, it, I did nothing, but I guess it's smart. So I, I'm not an angry person, but it felt weird to be escorted out, so to speak. Activision Blizzard is in the news today. Video games, there's Electronic Arts, 
And they've got a big hit right now with Apex Legends, stealing eyeballs away from Fortnite and Epic Games. But Activision Blizzard doesn't have Apex Legends, and Activision Blizzard doesn't have Fortnite. They have Call of Duty, and Call of Duty is missing forecasts. And because of that, people are getting fired. Speaking of having the security guard escort you on your way out, 8% of the workforce at Activision Blizzard, roughly $150 million expense in connection with the belt tightening. So they got to retool. they got to refigure. Activision said sales of key games such as Call of Duty, Overwatch, and Hearthstone have been disappointing. I get it. I get it. If you jump on Fortnite at any game you're typically playing with 99 other people, and it's free. Um, there's something called, like, what is the word? It's not noob. Um, but there's a term for people who don't pay. And people will actually tease other people. Like, oh, you're just wearing, you're, oh, you're just a, a beginner. And that's for real. Like, it's like, whoa, the way games are changing in the developers and how they have to keep up with it. You know, I think I, I said it once that I like Twitch. Twitch is a company owned by Amazon. And one of the things about it is you can get on and you can watch a game. So, like, for instance, when I was growing up, I was fascinated with technology. And we've really seen technology go from, you know, horrible, you know, 64-bit pixels to where we are today. 16-bit pixels at one point, right? And it was awful. It was just really blocky. And it, it's got to, and like, yeah, so I, I kind of still want to watch. And that's probably one thing I'm going to miss one day is technology and, like, such. Um, but the games, like, I'd rather watch them sometimes than play them. I don't get so much into the I'm not a cowboy. But I, I don't mind watching Cowboys. And that's Red Dead Redemption kind of thing. But Activision is missing it. They're, they're swinging and missing. Cisco is saying, hey, everyone's playing video games and everyone's trying to get in touch with the Mars lander and everyone's trying to get in touch with Europe and Europe's trying to go to Asia and Asia's trying to go to the United States. Cisco sells networking equipment. Cisco's fine. But the people who sell the content through that networking equipment, you got to get the content right. So anyway, um, Activision severed ties with game maker Bungie last month after disappointing sales of the Destiny franchise. And it, it really shows you that things are very temporary in video games. Um, but it's huge money. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um Retail sales collapsed in December. I want to come back to that kind of angle. It's the big story on Wall Street today. And here we are in the middle of February, Lover's Day, Valentine's Day. Fewer people are celebrating Valentine's Day. And to that, I say, hooray. I hate made-up holidays. I hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. With that said, love your partner. Find a partner. Be good to them. Celebrate Valentine's Day every day, right? But retail sales fell by the most since 2009. And that shows you that consumer spending kind of dropped off. Consumer spending accounts for about two-thirds of economic activity in the United States. So when you hear about China and the U.S., yeah, it's important. 
when you hear about uh, Brexit and what's happening there and how they all got together to kind of say, hey, we need the collective buying power of the United States or China. But when it doesn't work, we're going to break up. You start getting it. But for me, the big story, again, was that retail sales were soft. And since that makes up two-thirds of our economy, it's like rock, scissors, paper, China, interest rates, or retail sales. Retail sales wins. It's important. Jobs, um, inflation, or price of oil. Jobs win. Jobs and retail sales are like two of the most important indicators you can look at. If you're just trying to say, hey, I'm going to sit back today on my hiney and kind of put it on cruise control, those are the two that you look at. You don't worry about government shutdowns. You worry about spending. You don't worry about interest rates. You worry about spending and jobs. So with that said, December was uh, soft. No bueno. We want gelato. We don't want Wendy's silly little chocolate shake thing. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. It is my real name. What's kind of interesting is Rob isn't my real name. Robert's my real name. And when I got into television... When I got into television many, many years ago, they're like, what do you want to name your show? I'm like, how about the money hour or something like I had like, how about 2020 insight or how about, and I, we, you go through all these names and naming a show is difficult. And my boss at the time goes, how about Rob Black and your money? I'm like, okay. And it's kind of funny because people will email me and they're like, where's my money? You got my money, your money, Rob Black, your money, where's my money? I'm like, you can't be that stupid. And the answer is, yeah, they can, actually. It's it's surprising. Stupid is as stupid does. It's what mom always told me, right? So one of the things that has always surprised me, so my friends call me Robert. I sign my emails, Robert. It's a sign that you actually know who I am if you refer to me as Robert. And I can always tell. It's kind of funny, right? Um, I know you're saying, get on with the show. Okay, so one of my friends lives in Alameda. And Alameda is pretty well known for being at sea level in a world where it's an island made out of cement, essentially, right? It's it's well known that in 100 years, it's going to be underwater. So, like, why would you buy a house there? This is an investment lesson. Stick with me. And my friend goes, well, we'll just we'll do we'll do what uh, New Orleans says. We'll build levees and we'll he actually wants to cement in the whole bay. And just put real estate on it. That's his idea. But before we get there, let's go back to, he's like, ah, we'll just build levees and dams. And we're like, we'll figure a way out to, to keep houses there. I'm like, I never thought of it like that. Like, wait, the world is telling me global warming is going to put you five feet underwater. And all the houses are going to be like literally need a pier on them kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. So with that in mind, there is a global warming investment trend. If you were to invest because you believe in flooding, you would say probably Home Depot is going to benefit. Probably Lowe's is going to benefit. Those are the easy ones, right? But how about the commercial-grade water pumps? There's a company called Gorman Group, ticker symbol GRC. Now, keep in mind, if, there was, if this was hurricane season, I'd be talking about how you could invest in 
um, <clears throat> generators, GenVac. But since we're talking about pumping water out of your house, if you live in Alameda and it's underwater because of global warming, you go after Gorman Roop <clears throat> or you go after Roper Technologies. Mr. Roper, Three's Company. Uh, Three's Company. Do you remember how great and awful that show was all at the same time? Like you knew it was awful and yet you couldn't stop watching. Come and knock on my door. And Jack Tripper, Jack, whatever his name was, Jack Tripper, he had to pretend he was gay so he could live with two women. That show couldn't be made today, right? Or could it? I don't know. I don't know. But upgrades to infrastructure because of flooding is something we have to think about because it's a story, right? And as stories go, you can invest in story stocks. I'd be very careful because, like Forrest says, that's a great story and you tell it so well. When the story's over, you need fundamentals. You need earnings. You need cash flow. You need like management. You need some good things. If, if I were to say I'm going to come up with a cure for cancer, you're like, woohoo! Rob's going to come up with a cure for cancer. But I, if I don't have the scientists, it ain't going to happen. Same thing could be said with story stocks. you got to make sure that the story has some sort of financial tie to it. With investing in cancer, there's going to be one company that hits a massive Grand Slam home run. And there's going to be a lot of companies that strike out. Um, when you do a lot of construction because you're trying to help the economy and you're trying to help Alameda not sink underwater, you you get a lot of trucks. Trucks move things around. Trucks fix things. Trucks Trucks carry hammers. Trucks carry labor. Ford, General Motors, Toyota, Nissan. Some coastal real estate's going to lose its value. There's a place in Half Moon Bay that's been slowly falling into the ocean, slowly falling into the ocean, and all the apartments got condemned a couple years ago and everyone had to move out. That sometimes happens, right? And if you're going to live in areas that are prone to flooding, what else is going to happen? You're going to pay more insurance, insurance premiums on flood zones, right? Of which we need to figure this out because South Carolina and North Carolina got massive flooding in 2018 in areas that aren't flood zones. Houston wasn't considered a flood zone, and then it became a flood zone. And insurance companies lost hand over foot. Um, in this case, not so much because it was an act of God. Rain is an act of God. No, rain is an act of global warming, or rain is an act of... No, it's an act of God. <clears throat> But flooding is a, is a theme in investment. And a lot of the areas where we get goods, what are called textiles, where they're made and they're exported from, like Indonesia and the Philippines, are incredibly prone to flooding. <clears throat> so we're going to need clothes to wear. We're going to need to understand that rising oceans is mean that raw materials have to come from different places. There's going to be plays on pumps. There's going to be plays on trucks and just moving things around. There's going to be plays on some of the retail that, like, um, up in Truckee this weekend in Tahoe, it's, they're getting massive snow. And the fire department says, hey, come by to the fire department if you need uh, sandbags because there's be a lot of flooding. You're like, whoa, I didn't think of that. But anyway, global warming equals investment opportunity. What else does? The aging of the baby boomers. What else does? The spending habits of millennials. What else is there? 
the globalization where we're just turning a lot of poor countries into middle income or low income countries versus dirt poor countries. These are called stories. These are called themes. There's nothing wrong with them. Just know what you're investing in and why. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.